Industry Pods and Evergreen Podcast Network are pleased to present the following podcast. This content is for informational purposes only. You should not construe any such information or other material as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Nothing contained on here constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement, or offer by Draper Goran Holm or any third-party service provider to buy or sell any securities or other financial instruments whatsoever. Well, I've been a blockchain loser for 118 long weeks. I've spent all my tezos on these awesome NFTs. We've bet Blockchain booth number 118. Um, by the way, I just saw uh, um, halfway through that that the um, remote system that everybody goes and hangs out in at blockchainbooth.io um, was broken. Uh, so I, uh, I fixed it. And hopefully, uh, if you're uh, watching on one of the streams, I know there's a lot of you. I'm seeing some funny uh, comments on, on YouTube and everywhere else. Uh, come join us at meet.blockchainboos.io because you'll be able to ask questions to these guys, but also uh, jump onto some tables afterwards and goof around and hang out with us, um, turn on your camera and all that fun stuff. Um, welcome, guys. Number 118. Let's do it. 
Cheers. Yeah. Um, Cheers. So we've got uh, a good, I think this is going to be a good one. It's going to be fun. Um, uh-oh, my mic is low? Or can you guys hear me? You sound yeah. funny to me. His TV's low, I think. It was higher before, but like the volume was higher, but then it went, it dropped out. I could probably turn it up somehow so. or get closer to it. Uh, I'll figure it out. Um, all right. John, John D says I'm good. So that means I'm good. Um, and uh, yeah, TK, just turn up your, uh, turn up more guitar. It will only more guitar if Kevin pulls out his. Um, I don't know how to play. I don't know how to play the guitar. It's just for show. Okay. No way. So just like me. <laughs> yeah. I think most guitar owners in this country are just. I, I can play like four get chords, and that's the that that's all we need, right? I signed so, up for that Fender course, where they I I never used it once. I, I did it during quarantine. I signed up for it, and I did like <laughs> fifteen minutes of it, and then I, you know, saw it on my credit card statement and unsubscribed a month later. <laughs> mm. Was that you really playing okay. the thing, the intro? A1? What was that? Was that you really playing in the intro? Yeah, the yeah. I mean, it's even knowledge. Well, you can play. It, it's like four chords, uh, and uh, so the trick is that I'm a nerd idea. for all sorts of old uh, folk songs and things like that. So when I wanted to originally, I think it was episode number sixty-nine. I wanted it to be weird, and uh, I had uh, Crypto Stash on, and I think I had Ken Bozak on. And uh, because I wanted it to be funny, um, uh, I was trying to find like a drinking song. And I remembered there was this old song called uh, Moonshiner. So basically, I watered down a really old song that was like, it, basically the song is something like, like, I've been a moonshiner for 18 long years. I spent all my money on whiskey and beer. And I changed it to be about spending our money on shit coins and NFTs. Um, and you know, here we are. Uh, yeah. And it was, uh, <laughs> that was my ape, uh, AKA punk ape strong, um, uh, shots with Kevin. We'll do shots of coffee. Um, coffee. espresso shots. Ooh, I'm down. We need to get an espresso shot. That's more dangerous. I don't know. Um, so guys, episode number 118, we're all huge, uh, Tezos NFT fans. Um, Jakarta today. You're in Jakarta. Yeah. Jakarta. Jakarta upgrade. Oh, on oh that was like, live. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I am in Jakarta. Right I had now. one sip or Jakarta. Um, uh, so, but but let's yeah, Jakarta today. Why don't we start? Well, let's quickly. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna end the. Uh, we'll do a circle really quick with Joab, Paggy, then Kevin will be the last to introduce yourself, and we'll start with Kevin giving us the. What the hell is Jakarta, and why should we care, and what what should we know? Because you'll be you'll be perfect to answer. Oh, I, I'm the worst person for that. Get, get someone more technical. That's, uh, what, that's what you say. I'll uh, get so much hate on that. Um, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I won't make you say anything. Uh, <laughs> you know. Well, we should go to the actual. The I mean the the big one uh, Ithaca was a big uh, a game changer, um, in that like that's when Tenderbait came out. Uh, so Jakarta is like the things that I, I always, I know the things that I look forward to. So one of the things, uh, is like a big fix for, a, well, two of the things that I've been looking forward to 
Uh, one is uh, for shielded transactions, like the the zk channel. So you could do yeah. like the like what Zcash does. You could apply that to Tez and Tez tokens. So we've, we've been talking about that for a long time, right? And part of the upgrades made that. So it, it's to fix it. Like there was a mechanism for it, but we didn't have it used for the last year because of that. So that was a fix. Uh, and uh, the other one that like I was really looking forward to was the uh, uh, the ticket upgrade so tickets was also another thing that came out like a year ago but like this has been a big overhaul and upgrade to that um so like that's a big that's a big use and that what that means for the uh the average person i, I mean there's a lot you can do with it there's a lot of creatively that people can come up with ideas but it's a way of doing whitelisting without having to do whitelisting so like your your wallet acts as like a whitelist um so that's I, and, and once you open that, what do you mean? What do you mean that your wallet acts right. like a whitelist? So, like on on a protocol level, like you could say, all right, these rights and permissions goes to this TZ address, this wallet. Ah. Uh, that way, you don't have to do something where, like, oh, does this person have this NFT there? And then, like, okay, well, then that's good for this unlockable of this other thing. Like, that's an added step. Instead, it's like either this person is has the ticket um, or not. So, I, I think an equivalent uh, was. Uh, some people were saying like Vitalik talking about the idea of uh, unmovable or untransferable NFTs in that sense. It creates a permission system. And if every sort of user is, uh, it has a Tezos address, then you can permission certain addresses to transact or to do certain things. Um, and that yeah. makes sense because in contracts, for example, you can, um, you sort of hard code, who is the creator of the contract or who is the admin of the contract. And you can update that somewhat, but it's, it's not the same as multiple types of permissions and things like that. Building that in a protocol level makes sense. Yeah. Paggy, what are you looking at for Jakarta? What's got you interested? Uh, you are speaking to probably the least tech person on this panel. Uh, <laughs> I'm basically learning from what you're going to tell us now. Uh, well, the other thing, and this is the part that it's like very, it's nebulous for me, but this is probably the most talked about thing is the um, like optimistic roll-ups. Um, so the idea is like for layer two things that you want to start creating and being able to scale that out, uh, Jakarta was meant to, to enable that. Um, yeah, so that that's the big infrastructural change. Um, and that's been the thing that's talked about the most, the, that you could do like these, these optimistic roll-ups. Um, so... Yeah, layer two stuff. Uh, I think that's going to be great for um, for gaming. I mean, gaming. I think there there are a lot of use cases there um, for DeFi, sure, um, and a lot of institutions coming in and and stuff. Maybe they'd want on their own like a separate layer to do stuff, uh, but ultimately writing to to Tezos chain. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, but like the way it'll take form and like who will actually start uh, utilizing it first. Uh, I think that that'll be interesting to see. Um, but in my mind, it's I, I imagine gaming using it more than than anyone. So, um, yeah. Like, yeah, we're happy about a permanent test net. Um, that's going to be something that's going to save our lives because test net would update or roll into roll up into Ithaca or roll up into you know the previous version. Uh, and so now that we have a permanent test net, we'll be able to you know just keep not have to update all different things on both sides on production and testnet. So that's, oh. I think what our team's the most excited about. So, so the testnet is not like a separate network. 
Well, it's not. It's no longer going to be like uh, subject to. There was like Ithaca Net. There was like yeah, before oh, that so it was like Hangzhou Net. Yeah, now it's just going to be like permanent test net that we just keep one and done, and that one gets upgraded. And you don't have. Why, to did, it, why did it take so long to get a permanent test net? Because I've followed that story, but like I said, I'm not particularly tech, so I've never understood. But I never really understood why the test net wasn't permanent. The governance phase, there was like a shift from like originally there was between uh, the exploration phase and then the, the exploration vote and then the promotion vote, there was the testing period, which later, uh, like a year-ish or I think it was the Florence upgrade, uh, it changed to be the cooldown period. Um, and I might be wrong on this, but from what I remember, like don't totally quote me, uh, it was, there was like a test net that was more like official that everyone went to use and, and, try it out but then i think what happened was it turned out that not everyone's like testing would like it wasn't great for everybody's testing to try that like one size fits all test net and then people needed to try their own standards and and stuff like that so the cooldown period was like make your own deploy your own test net and try it out for your dApps and all that stuff to to kind of localize it towards people um so there was a shift there so i i don't know how that relates if probably not at all but just to the fact that like people are still figuring out like what's the best way of using, of getting test nets going and, um, and a struggle that has been the case, um, like the, no upgrade in, in recent memory has been without some kind of a hiccup as people have transitioned, um, uh, or like dApps have transitioned and whatnot indexers as things have changed, it's gotten better and better, but it used to be like, I remember when a uh, Granada happened, there was a big fallout of that. Um, but, uh, and that, but that really came down to people not trying test nets before we made the transition, even though there were all these attempts made to, to improve that process and encourage people. Like there's a whole like part of the governance peer cycle just so people could test it out, but people weren't doing it until the upgrade actually happened. Um, so yeah, I think it, it's a lot of trial and error and figuring out like, so maybe this is a. That's what happens with our beta testers too. Nobody tests anything we put out into beta and then we just end up testing in production and that's yeah yeah so far so but it does make changes and everything for dystopia i think we should um, do a, a monthly uh like a monthly live stream hang session um where we do like like stream beta tests <laughs> like like, I know that Kevin, uh, we've done, you know, like when we, when we, I don't know if we ever streamed it. Did we stream it when we did the first uh, yeah. transaction? Did we stream it or did we just like do it together and tweet about it? We, we um, streamed it. The first uh, cross chain atomic swap, first uh, ETH to Tez bridge, like truly decentralized one. That was, yeah. the, we did that. Assume we got to do one for the first, uh, First lending operation. I didn't want. To, I was gonna. I wasn't gonna say that out loud because I wasn't sure if we we're supposed to say that. But no, we I'll can. Now we're, we're that we're that close. Yeah. Well, the so the test net has been uh, the running for well for months now, and the last few weeks it's been an open um, like we announced it. Like it wasn't just people stumbling on it and trying it out. Uh, and yeah, the there's now hundreds and hundreds of people doing it uh, and coming into the Discord for for tesfin and yeah the the response has been overwhelmingly positive um, a lot of the feedback has been really productive as well so um 
Yeah. That's that's... Awesome. So we yeah. jumped in, we kind of jumped in without doing any introductions or whatever. So <laughs> since Kevin, you're talking about uh, Tezfin first, just tell everyone who the heck you are. Uh, I know oh. that we've talked Tezo so many times on blockchain and booze. I know a lot of people know, but just give, give your background. And what I will say is that Kevin was one of my first intros into like the Tezos community. Not just like I heard about Tezos and I, you know, I know that Tim was an early investor in the, in the crowd sale and all that stuff. And I knew about it, but Kevin was, you know, and I seduced you, the dude in LA, right. Who was just like, Tezos needs to be at LA blockchain summit. We need to do this. We need to do that. Like, I need to tell you about what's going on at Tezos. Uh, and we hung out and, uh, you know, yeah, because we did a lot of, of Kevin, uh, I would say yeah. we, we, we learned so much about what's going on in the space. And so it'll be cool to, for you to start, tell us about Tezfin and what you're working on, but then let's talk to Joab and, and Paggy and, and talk Tezos NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm Kevin Morabi. I've been a uh, part of Tezos since, uh, well, since the 2017 crowd sale, I didn't get active in doing stuff in the space till, uh, 2018. Um, yeah. And then, uh, Around 2019, 2020, we started Stable Tech, and that's when uh, we did the first uh, stablecoin on Tezos, USD, fully backed USD Tez, uh, first ETH wrap on Tezos, ETH Tez. We have BTC Tez, Tezx, as I mentioned, the first uh, cross-chain bridge. Um, yeah, and some really interesting advances we're going to announce soon on that front uh, of next phases for Tezx. Um, and then that, and then Tezfin, which is our latest uh, and greatest production. Um, and uh, that's the first lending system on Tezos. First uh, market maker, um, or, or money market, that is, not market maker. Uh, the, and yeah, so you'll be able to lend, borrow, do all that stuff. Uh, that'll be like Compound or Aave on Tezos. That's the one element still missing from the Tezos DeFi ecosystem. And once we have that, it'll scale up Tezos DeFi and and thereby the rest of the Tezos economy. So big Tezos enthusiast. Uh, uh, yeah, glad to be with these guys. Uh, what they're doing, I think, is uh, just far more epic and interesting than, than any of that stuff. Well, uh, I think, I think it's, a, it's a whole ecosystem thing, right? And in the crypto space, we always talked about how like gaming and things like that are going to uh, are gonna bring mass adoption and everything. But it turns out, you know, it's it's a combination of everything. And I think you need all the elements and pieces of the puzzle. And because, you know, gaming is fun and everything, but, you know, people want to be able to then swap between one native game token and another or borrow a few bucks to buy into the next game. Or, you know, like I, I will tell you the times I participate the most in Tezos DeFi because I don't use centralized exchanges for, for any trading. It's kind of like a weird, um, it's like a, a point of just, pride for me or maybe i'm just a goofball but like i only will use the dexes and the times i use the dexes 99 of the time i'm using them because i'm swapping from one thing to buy an nft or to oh shit you know i had joab on uh on a call now i gotta buy all the tezotopia pieces and, and oh shit you know i gotta mint some Atez, um and and I'm, I'm swapping you know between something and tezos or, or whatever so i can do that so um uh yeah, that's true. You know, just just throwing this out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, my hair is a mess, first of all, and so I, I was I was like, I need to get a cap, and the only cap match. I could find was the one that <laughs> matched the shirt that I have on. So 
I, I walk I'm out of the bedroom almost every day and a family member looks at me sideways like that doesn't match. Um, and I go, well, people only see this part of my body. So what does it matter? Um, <laughs> Sometimes like subconsciously I put on a shirt that matches my shorts or pants and I don't realize it until I point it out and I'm just like, oh, I'm that guy. Hey, that's cool. Um, so, 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 Joab, let's let's talk uh, to you. Let's get your background um, and uh, tell us about Tezotopia. I am Joab Garza. I am the founder of Tezotopia, creator of Tezotopia. Uh, we run gift games. Uh, what we're trying to do with you know gift games is build out a game ecosystem where there's a sustainable economy between. Um, all the resources that we use within Tezotopia. So the first step for us was kind of building, giving value to those resources and those tokens. And so now we're going to expand, launch other games um, that use those resources as well. And, you know, our plan long-term is also to have the cross NFTs between games. Um, Well, yeah, like today, really like five minutes before we went live, I discovered that my Atez were also warriors in Tezotopia. And so um, I've got all these warriors I didn't know I had, which is pretty cool. I think stuff like that's super fun. Yeah, so some more stuff like that uh, we want to do, especially like bring in, you know, Tezos community, uh, you know, relevant projects and bring those into our ecosystem of games as well. Um, yeah, so there's a lot we can do with NFTs and I think it's fun exploring that in gaming um, and, and launching, you know, NFT projects where that NFT just doesn't live in one place. It could travel across even chains. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're, we're excited about what we're doing. Uh, we're excited, uh, you know, up to the point where we've been, uh, we launched the project last May and, you know, we've been around a year and change now and, uh, still, still kicking, still going strong. And, uh, Right now, our focus is to build, build, build during this bear market. And uh, on the other side of it, I know it's going to be great for, you know, us and great for investors. And we just keep building and building out our ecosystem. Love it. Love it. Super cool. Uh, Paggy, give us the Atas update. The Atas update. Right? Did we Uh, discover we're supposed to say Atas? Is is it Atas? Well, Americans call it Otas. I call it Otas. Brits call it Otas. Otters, but you were saying we have to say it with like a New Yorky kind of accent, so it sounds like otters, but like otters, yeah. or I don't know if that's a New Yorky accent. I, I don't know accents. I don't uh, know. What, how do you say it, Kevin? Otters. I think Ates. I say otters. That's how I say otters as well. I think any, I think anybody, I think a lot of people call it otters because they emphasize the tes, but yeah, you can call it whatever you want. By by the by the way, I I have like. Uh, all the the nft tz domain names um like i i bought them when i thought i was like when nfts were launching on tezos for the first time i bought nftz.io.everything because i was like yeah, gonna, I somebody's gonna launch an nfts website and like i'll be able to give them the domain name but i i've tried to give it to so many people and, and nobody bought them from me no not even bought from me uh I couldn't even give it to people. I'm disappointed. Like objects should be like NFTs, right? Like, yeah, yeah, they should pick that up. 
I also own assets, by the way, but with TZ at the end. Oh, good. yeah. On Tezos domain, like that, I, I found that's like a case I have to, like if I'll buy something that's like a plural, like or it would end in an S or, or, or the, the, yeah, I have to end with a T. Yeah. A TS needs to just be TZ, right? Yeah. Cause there's just no like, oh, some asshole's going to come in and they're going to get the TZ version and that's going to be the thing. I got to get both and I got to sell them as a package. I'm going to flip it or otherwise use them both. Um, I never sell domain names. I just hold them forever and then, <laughs> and then never, yeah. never actually do anything. You know, I, I the other day, by the way, I, while I have the Tezos community on, I don't squat on uh, like .tez domain names or anything, but I do have fred.tez and somebody... Uh, accused me of squatting on it. Somebody named Fred accused me of squatting on it on Twitter, but I'm holding it for Freddie. Freddie from uh, from uh, who was doing Coin Squad, but now he's doing H2 Crypto. It's his domain. I bought it for him for his birthday. I just haven't transferred it yet. So don't don't accuse me of squatting on like a generic name. That's not me. Now you're gonna get accused of squatting on me. <laughs> Although I bought Joseph.tez back in the day, and I didn't tell Joseph I bought it because I was just waiting for the moment for him to think somebody squatted on it <laughs> and get pissed off. And then I gave it to him. It was awesome. Um, so, okay. So, I mean, I, I would like actually one quick random thing, not Tezos related, but it's sort of NFT and community related. I'd like to get your guys' opinion. Kevin, you from being in so many communities and doing all the clubhouses and all the talks that you do and, and Joab and Paggy from kind of leading your communities. Um, as an example of being out of the loop, right? I didn't know until five minutes before this that all my Ates were warriors in, in Tezotopia, right? And I probably would have known that if I like lived in the Discord channels, right? But I hate Discord and it's so full of spam for me and I just can't handle it that I stopped using it. Um, how do you guys feel about sort of Discord being like the, the central place? Is that a good thing? Do you guys like it? Do you hate it? Do you think it should be Twitter? Do you think it should be something else? Uh, I'd love to get your guys' opinions. I think it's the best place to coordinate a community at the moment, whether something else will come out. I don't think you can coordinate a community properly on Twitter because you have to, you'd have to pretty much run spaces constantly to, to keep people updated and to keep the interactions going. I think on I think Discord is the best option at the moment for keeping the interaction with any community and answering questions when they come up and being able to manage all the different stuff that you've got through different channels on there. I mean, I, I know what you mean. Discord isn't perfect and you do get an awful lot of spam sent your way and it can be a bit hectic, especially when you've got you know 250 different servers that you're trying to keep up to date with. Yeah, that's, I, I think, think that's a problem with like... I gave my nephew my phone at a family event one time. I was like, fix Discord for me. And for like a week, it was awesome because he fixed all the privacy settings and all this stuff. And I wasn't getting all these spam messages. And then I joined a few more Discord channels like a week later <laughs> and it was all broken again. Um, and I think it's just, you have to be disciplined about like every time you join a channel to, to change the settings and, and do all those things. Yeah. But, um, I usually mute a channel yeah. if, I go, if I join it. By the way, I'm going to throw something out here again really quick. Um, uh, if you're hanging in one of the uh, streams, come to meet.blockchainboos.io because I'm going to start taking questions from the audience in the Q&A. 
Uh, BB Studios in the chat, by the way, is saying Tezotopia's Discord is very well maintained. Hats off to Joab and the crew. So, yeah, if it's maintained lies. well, you know, like it, it's fine. And I, I think also, like, uh, I know you said that, like, oh, there's spam and all that. I think the best part of Discord is that you can control the spam a lot better than other other things. Um, you can, you know, turn off like the the DMs yeah. if you if you like. You can. Uh, there's verified. Like you have to verify to come in if you if someone yeah, puts that. Those are up. the best kind of channels yeah. in but, the Yeah, yeah. I remember 2016 to 2018, uh, it was like Slack and then it moved totally over to dis to Telegram. Oh and then, Telegram's the worst. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Telegram is the worst. I mean, you don't know what you're getting there. There's I so love much uh, identity theft going on, um, a lot of trickery, a lot of um toxicity too. I mean, but it's still like we use it a lot because it because it's a double-edged sword. I mean, it, it is that openness that also enables so much more that you otherwise couldn't get. Uh, but Slack kind of made the most sense, but also it was just so proprietary. It didn't really fit the ethos or the practice of um, uh, of the crypto world. And they started just like charging you after you you went to a very ridiculously small limit of anything. Um, yeah. But and, and Discord was around then, but people weren't using it. It really fell out of favor quickly, but they did a really great, like they made the right pivots to to correct the model, um, and then it just became perfect. And then there there was actually a, there's like a big uh, Tezos uh, dis like main we call the main Tezos Discord now, but there was another one before, but it was just abandoned and people had forgotten because like there was this whole era when no one was using Discord and people forgot like wait who runs that? Uh, so then another one popped up, but that's how it was like Discord then and Discord now. So. Um, well, I mean, I would say Slack is probably a better product, but the only Slack channel I'm in, I think, is the Tezos. Uh, or I'm in, I'm in two. Uh, one of our portfolio companies, they use Slack, um, and so I check in every once in a while. Uh, and then um, whenever I need help on something related to hacking something together on Tezos, I'm in the, uh, the Tezos uh, developer Slack, which actually is a really good resource, um, really good people. So um but but yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the comments here. Yeah. Um, so 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 okay, I, I got your guys' opinions. I think it. I just feel like there's got to be something better for our space. But maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm just not giving Discord enough love. Like just because. And there's also like I can't just keep up with with too many of those of those channels and communities, right? And and so yeah. you'll inevitably miss miss things. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, but there was there was a social media uh, project that was trying to come out specifically for crypto projects. I don't know whether I can mention its name on here or not. Um, but there, I don't know whether they've launched yet. But they were basically they hated Discord, so they were trying to launch this new. I think there's a bunch of them. I uh, I know that there's a few of them where it's like basically like token gated by what NFTs you hold and, and different things like that. Um, mm. uh, but it's, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's really tough. Everybody's yeah. not just talking shit about LinkedIn. Um, I don't know. LinkedIn, you know, is a bad product, but there's some use, good, good use cases. Like, you know, going in, it's bad, but you, you still use it um, every once in a while. I yeah. don't know. Uh, so, okay. Uh, but I mean, I, I'm going back to the actual topic of this, we're supposed to talk about Tezos NFTs and games and, and things like that. 
Um, you know, we're, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of, of Tezos NFTs. Um, early on, we, uh, we participated in uh, Calamint, for example. And um, Calamint basically was, you know, one of the first to, to launch an actual marketplace uh, on there. They launched about the same time as Hen back in the day. Um, and back in the day, how long ago was this? Like a year ago? <laughs> like March 2021, month. maybe. So yeah. we're a year and a couple months into mass yeah, we launched, NFTs. I will we say, a bit I, after I have some long. NFTs minted pre, pre-hen. Just saying. Um, yeah. What well, was the NFTZ dot? That's true. Whatever you have. NFTs, uh, NFTZ. Um, I was doing um, at the time. There was a project, and I think you can still access it through GitHub and um, do some interesting things. But there was a thing called uh, Open Minter that was um, trying to be an open source Tezos marketplace, um, Tezos NFT marketplace that you could you could build your on yourself. Um, I used that to uh, to mint some NFTs to goof around. I did a few on the command line just to learn. And then, um, uh, and then also my daughter did a collection on rainbowunicorn.fun, but I think I broke that website. It's still like up in some weird form, but I think it's broken. So you can't actually see her yeah. NFTs. Um, I think they're, but, all, they're all still using, I think the, in at least to some degree or another, the open mentor framework, um, yeah. like Ken started with that and, um, Callum and they all, um, yeah, there's I a whole new class now. Yeah, I think if you just go to openminter.com, there's still a site there, right? I don't know, maybe go not. To, go to tezos.art. There's an openminter section at the bottom for developers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah rainbowunicorn.fun actually has an old version of openminter still installed on there. If you click on marketplace, you'll actually see all the openminter NFTs that have been listed for sale anywhere. Um, that's the part that I broke on her site. It was supposed to only show her NFTs, but I... Uh, I ruined it. Um, yeah, by the way, someone's saying still salty about the way Hen went. Uh, it's it's still an actively used contract. If you look at Dap Radar, it's still doing uh, one of the top in general. Um, and Tezos NFT marketplaces like Dap Radar. I've been talking to them. Like they they really got to start segmenting for one thing, like artist marketplaces versus like like Axie marketplace or element or like these things that are like just for specific games. Like they're not actually uh, uh, like artist marketplaces the way we think of them. Um, and then like, if you were to, to dissect it further and, and, and all, like magic eat and like, those are not the numbers, obviously they're not beating open sea and in users and, and volume. Uh, but like, if you were to really like go down to, I mean, it, for, for art, for uh, singulars, non PFPs, uh, Tezos is leading. By far, like by far. Uh, and yeah, then, well, also in terms of, but is there a way, I, I was trying to check, is there a good way for people to compare um, like transaction volume versus dollar volume? Because DAP radar in those places tend to, to you, you know, do DeFi by dollars, right? Not necessarily by transaction volume. Yeah, they convert, they convert the numbers to, to US dollars. So I think, uh, I think that's pretty accurate in itself, but the uh yeah like the like the numbers for i didn't even think that the the tezos marketplace volume would be as high as it is without having a complete defi ecosystem but apparently so that why what i'm imagining is once you know we scale tezfin and the other lending systems come out too not just tezfin uh but once that happens once we have this like system of lending and borrowing and then uh, liquidity can actually stay 
in the Tesla's ecosystem and then grow exponentially, wow, where are these numbers going to be heading in the future? Where is this volume going to go? So that's why it's hard for me to flip anything. Like, I don't want to sell it because I'm thinking like, am I just like shortchanging myself because we haven't scaled the ecosystem yet? And all of this is just going to like change very quickly. So yeah, I'm, I'm very protective of my NFT assets. Well, I think it's also interesting, like um, the other day I, I tweeted about it and stuff uh, because we bought an NFT and I didn't buy it publicly at all, but the artist then retweeted that we, or tweeted that, that I had bought the, the NFT at like an all-time high price of one of her NFTs on Tezos. And um, which wasn't crazy. It wasn't like a crazy amounts of money. It was a good amount, but not like crazy. It was 250 Tez or something. Um, and uh, she was really, really happy. But what's interesting is like my wife was looking up purposely like fine art NFTs just across the board, not specifically Tezos, not specifically ETH or anything like that. And she sent me a few links and a couple of the links were to Tezos NFTs. And so obviously that's where I, <laughs> I gravitated towards and I was totally stoked. And I think that most collectors, right, people who aren't, you know, already, that don't already have, you know, a, uh, an Ethereum wallet or something installed or specifically a Tezos wallet, they don't really care. They're just looking at fine art by a cool artist. And if you compare, you know, on Tezos, the same artists are doing different works, different one-of-one -one works, and it's significantly cheaper um, a lot of the time. And I think it's really cool because I just think over time, the more bridges, the more lending products, the more money is flowing yeah. cross chain, um, the yeah. more they'll, they'll sort of equalize. Yeah. Well, when I was doing spaces for Otters, the, uh, people didn't really know about Tezos at all in terms of projects launching on it. Everybody was quite surprised that we were launching Otters on Tezos. But the one side that you always heard people talking about was the one of one artists and the smaller artists. And a lot, a lot of the time that was because they, you know, they can come and experiment on Tezos. They can throw out a piece of artwork and it's not going to cost them the earth to mint it. Whereas doing that on Ethereum, you have to be a lot, you know, a lot more careful what you're doing because it is going to cost you money if you aren't able to sell it. So I think that's definitely helped on that side in terms of the actual artists selling NFTs on Tezos. Some people are offended by that logic, like that it's, oh, that, that it's the experimental experiment chain. I think it's great. Yeah, like it's if, as long as it's the entry point, whatever you want to call it, yeah. people are more likely to stay and not just see it as like the place to get your feet wet. Um, and, and it goes to show like how easy it is to onboard onto Tezos. So if there whatever reasons that people have to leave the thing that they like their starter chain, if they think of it that way, like we'll just correct for that. And then we'll have more and more retention. Um, well, so yeah, that's is, a great yeah. Place to be. Well, I think too, it's like if you want to experiment with something and you go, oh shit, I don't necessarily want to launch a contract on Ethereum and I don't want to do this. I don't want to spend hundreds of dollars in gas fees to experiment with something. If the experiment works on Tezos, you pretty much are, are there, right? You're going to stay there. You're going to build there. You're going to work there. And um, to me, that's that's a huge, you know, a huge point, right? Like the reason why Ethereum has such a large community is because that's where people started. Um, and if Tezos existed in the way that it exists now, when they started on Ethereum, they probably would have started on Tezos just because of the what's definitely. You know. So I don't know. I think it's a huge opportunity. So so Joab, I know some of the things you guys are building like probably would not be so easy uh, to do without charging tons of gas fees and things like that on. Uh, 
on Ethereum? Was that a consideration uh, for when you guys launched on Tezos? What was the main reason you went Tezos versus anywhere else? Yeah, when uh, when I was exploring kind of like where we were going to go, um, definitely the cheap transaction fees, um, but also seeing that there was just like a really good infrastructure that was that had been developed for developers. Um, that was that was something that really you know piqued my interest. NFTs were growing. I could see momentum happening. I could see a community that was hungry for you know for growth and for projects. Um, so those, you know, those factors, it's cheap, it's got the tools, you know, they just need someone to build, they just need builders. Um, and they got a community that's, you know, diehard Tezos fans. So, um, yeah. And I, and I see the trend still, still happening with Tezos, like, yeah. you know, community loves Tezos, community supports new Tezos projects and rallies behind them. Um, I think it's a great time for builders and yeah, I mean, I've, I've thought of it also like, yeah, Tesla is kind of like this, this great place to like prove your concept or, uh, you know, experiment as well. Um, I mean, like, I feel like, yeah, if you, if you make it on Tezos, you can make it anywhere or whatever, but like, the projects need to stay on Tezos and like need to, need to you know, really yeah. use the technology that's, that's happening here. And, and you know, the, when I was originally like talked to about Tezos, somebody used the example of, um, like ERC 1155 tokens. Um, and they basically explained to me, and this was, this wasn't my beginning of Tezos, but this was why somebody was launching a gaming uh, thing on Tezos. And um, I don't think they ever launched the game part of their thing. So I'm not going to call them out or anything, but they're building on Tezos and they're awesome also. But they explained to me that um, what was really cool and different was that like an 1155 token on Ethereum is, is a multiple, like it's an NFT that has multiples, right? So like the poopoo.eth membership token, which I know a lot of you might have, um, was an ERC 1155, which means you can make a thousand of them and they're all the same and you have one of the thousand, right? And they were explaining to me that with the way Tezos worked in the Tezos kind of standard, um, uh, I don't remember what it was called. It's FA2. FA2, FA2 token standard. Equipment. Um, yeah, so the FA2 token standard would allow you to do multiples, but allow you to differentiate between the multiples in a way that Ethereum doesn't let you do. So on Ethereum, if you kind of follow like the provenance, you might be able to figure out that if I held like the poopoo.eth membership token card and then I sent it to Joab and Joab sent it to Paggy, you might be able to know that that was the one Alon had but it's really no different than the other ones. But with the FA2 standard, what they explained is that if I had a card and I used it in a game and it was the one that won the world championship, that one is still unique. That one out of a thousand might still be unique and has its own sort of provenance and zone value that, that is kind of written on chain and, and the way it worked was really interesting. And they explained it in that context, right? Of card games or games in general, right? Um, which is, which I think really, really interesting and, and something that's different. Um, but also just the, the way you can delegate tokens on Tezos um, is just very, very different. You don't have to put it into a contract and do things like that. And there's just lots of different uh, technical aspects that make it. Uh, yeah, there's a lot programmatically with FA2 that we haven't even started to explore in the ecosystem. Um, even with all these like other, like with tickets and everything else that we can do, but um yeah, like uh, and I think even just in general with marketplaces as well, um, 
like a lot of the conventions that are just the norms were modeled off of what are the norms in the Ethereum NFT community and, and in those practices. Um, one thing in particular I, I mention a lot uh, is that like these these marketplaces like OpenSea and, and the others or whatever, like they'll have one marketplace contract and then everybody mints and then it, it all goes into that that one contract, all the NFTs that are minted there. But uh, that's because it's thousands of dollars, you know, to, to deploy a smart contract onto Ethereum. It's not that it's very cheap, actually, to, to put out a smart contract, just a whole smart contract on Tezos. So I think exploring the idea of a marketplace where every artist has their own individualized smart contract is something we haven't started yet, but it will well, be very it's how It's how Open Minter was built, because if you looked at like the beginning days of like Rarible, one of the things I liked about it was... Um, uh, you could, when you go to launch a contract, you would just, or go to launch a collection, it was launching a brand new contract for that collection. And what happened was it went from costing a couple hundred bucks, which was insane, I thought at the time, um, to costing a few thousand dollars because yeah. of the, the gas fees and everything. And so that was a big problem. That was actually why my son started selling the poopoo.eth memberships because we launched a contract to do an airdrop. And I was like, okay, dude, I'm not paying for this anymore. That costs like $300 for this experiment. You're going to have to figure out how to pay for the next one yourself. And he came up with this scheme of selling his membership token so he could afford to do further drops on Ethereum, um, which is pretty cool, but it shouldn't be like, it, that's insane, right? It's, it's absolutely bonkers that an artist would have to pay hundreds of dollars, if not thousands of dollars nowadays to, to do something like that. Yeah. By the way, have you checked out Typed? I was I was planning on uh, doing some stuff on typed based on your tweets actually, but I haven't gotten to experiment yet. Yeah, it's a uh, typed.art. Like it it came out I think a week ago, um, and it's like the unique things about it. It's like it's just like text. You you mint text NFTs. Um, uh, so typed like past tense dot art if you're looking for it, uh, and. Uh, and also like all because it's just text and there's no images like that you have to like put a reference to IPFS or anything. It's all in on chain, like purely on oh, Tesla. So the actual data, the text data is yeah. it lives on chain, too. So it's not on a separate chain. It's on a separate, right. place, not on IPFS. There's or no partition there or anything. To, um, there's no bifurcation. Some, of, I'm going to write uh, some poetry tonight. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. You so, know who should do it? We should get uh I might be one of like four people who collects these NFTs, but they bring me so much joy that you guys should check out. There's a guy who, um, uh, um, oh, Miguel is calling me out for some battling on Tezotopia. We said we might do that live tonight. I don't know if we'll be able, we have time, but maybe we should try. Um, but there's a guy who has a, a collection called Low Quality Facts. On, on OpenSea. And I somehow, through some random thing, I don't know this person. I've never met this person. I have no connection to them. They started posting uh, these NFTs on Twitter. And they're just the most ridiculous made up things. Like like one of them, and, and every time he tweets one, that just makes me laugh or my kids think is hilarious, we buy it. Like he tweeted something like yesterday and I said it to my kids as if it was a real fact. And they were like looking at their hands and then they totally knew I was screwing with them. But there was like, they're all really stupid, but they like make me so happy. I don't know why. Like one of them is like, 
<laughs> did you know that your your pinkies weigh twice as much as your thumbs? And like <laughs> and like weird <laughs> shit like that. It's just like stupid stuff. Like we own one that's like bees. Uh, bees make thicker honey while listening to reggae. Like doesn't make Jeez. any sense. But I actually have my Decentraland uh, plot is a gallery for low quality facts. <laughs> because like my kids and i just think they're hilarious somebody should make a low quality facts collection on uh typed art oh that would actually but there's also i think the art of the uh the handwriting that's in there too yeah i mean but his his handwriting Uh, is like just a scribble it's like my scribble so so someone to troll me uh without my authorization they took my uh like my default photo on uh twitter so if you look up uh, uh kevin dow I did not make this, but you can go to Kevin Dow and open. I don't know. Now that you're telling everyone yeah. about it, we're all going to buy the tokens and then it's going to come back to you. <laughs> there, there, some of them like went for a lot of money, but like, not so yeah, it's, it's a generative thing. <laughs> and like, like some of them are like, you know, like they'll, they'll put me in like different uh, apparel and, and doing different stuff, um, like different versions of me. Uh, and a lot of them have me holding instead of like it takes the microphone I'm holding and places it with a dildo or a double dildo. Uh, yeah, so a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of that. It's like yeah, I get, I, I got, again. yeah, but Kevin so, version two as well. It's parody, so I should get a verified Twitter profile. I feel for that. Twitter has not agreed. I think um, I'm launching Kevin Dow V two. Um, mm. Yeah. At least it should be. We should start doing new versions of the Kevin Dow, like Kevin Dow. Uh, you know, I don't know. Okay, so is typed art? What do you think is cooler on typed art? People that are taking like creating assy art and things like that and going kind of back in time, or people doing uh, you know poems? I kind of like just the plain text poems. I like the plain text poems too, and I don't know. I feel like it's like a a Twitter in a way. Web3 Twitter. Well, I think, yeah, it's, to me, like, for example, one of the things I love, um, actually, I should have a for later. Is um, there a character limit, or I haven't actually tried to mend anything? Kevin, is there a character limit? I don't know. I haven't checked. Someone <laughs> did something interesting. I forget who it was. I want to say who it was. Um, but, like, they put out, they filled a wallet with, like, I think 15 Tez, and then they gave out their seed phrase, like, one word at a time by minting each word uh, successively in, in different increments on to typed. And then, so you have to be vigilant. You have to watch for it. And then somebody did it and they were able to get the 15 tests. But I thought that was a cool, unique idea. That's pretty idea. cool. I, I like that a lot. Like doing doing games like that and messing around uh, is super cool. How how long does it take, Joab, to, for me to battle my uh, my um, my guys? A good, like five, 10 minutes. Five minutes. Should we, try to, should we try to do it? I have the... The jump in there. I'm sure there's people open. eagerly watching you jump I in see, there. I see. I see. There's a few people you. in the chat. Okay, here. While I wait, hold on. Let me look at the questions we have because I feel like we should. Um... Okay, let's do this first. Let's see what we can do. I think it'll be kind of fun because a real game, an NFT game in action. I'm gonna use Paggy's uh, Atez and your uh, your game. It's gonna be fun. Um, Kevin, have you done this yet? Have you battled? Yeah, any I, didn't, of your... I didn't know you could do that uh, until you told me that you just found out. Yeah, so I just found out. Let's try to do this. This should be funny. Um, okay, Chrome tab, Tezatopia dashboard. All right. Can everyone see my, my dashboard here? 
Yeah. I'm I'm apparently totally yeah, you, cool because I'm not you, you, I, you hit the you hit the sword icon down there. The sword the icon, I'm gonna yeah. battle. Hey, if anybody's watching, I know that a bunch of people, bake.eth, bring your uh bring bring your warriors in here. I don't know how if you can choose who you battle or what. Okay, so what what do I do uh next? And then I would just bring in all your autos. So I think you can bring in all nine. Oh dang. I should have ten, I think. Okay, well nine? nine's the cap. Oh, so three, four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight, nine. There we go. There you yeah, go. nine. So I got nine autos. They're all gonna they're all gonna battle. Finalize? Yep. And that'll lock them in. Do I hit lock units for battle? Yep. Oh, I got to, uh, uh, I think I got to open this in new tab. Seed phrase. My seed phrase is <laughs> poo-poo. Uh, By the uh, way, speaking of these warriors, you know, uh, Kalamans, uh, uh Chris Deshentes, he, he went yeah. to Ukraine to, to fight the Russians. He's a champion. Uh, I love that man. That shot, actually. He did? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, what? what's the update on him? Yeah, because he, he, he's he recovered, but he got shot. Yeah, holy shit! Yeah. And he's he's okay now. Yeah, I mean, he lived to tell us he got shot. Well, I I found out through Victoria West. I don't know any more details. All right, now I got to call him up tomorrow. Um, everyone listening, by next week, uh, I will give you guys the Chris update. Holy shit, that's crazy. Um, Hold on. Yeah, confirming my transaction. Holy moly. That's crazy. He uh he yeah, he's he did that weird kind of um uh uh what's it called? Um uh oh, I think we lost Kevin, but we got him back. Remove the other go. Kevin. There we go. It was, so, it was um, Putin. Oh, I need to go back to that tab. Powering up humanoids. What does that mean? It's uh it's loading the, the iframe now. <laughs> 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 it's loading the ice. Powering up your humanoids. It's charging them up for battle. I like it. I like it. Come on, BB Studios. Yeah, heal up your uh heal up your, your warriors. Fight me. Um all right, here we go. This is cool. All right. Units lock transaction success. Army of Ates. I got it, my army of Ates. And then you hit tier three matchmaking, and that should match you with somebody. All matchmaker, right. matchmaker, make me a match. Hopefully, there's somebody around. Oh, oh, we got music on here too. Can you guys hear that? Nope. No. Waiting oh, for a point. Come on. Okay. Um, you guys, so those are energy drops. You can collect them, and that'll give you energy tokens. Can I click on them? What do I do? Uh, you can move your units to them, but I, I wouldn't do that because then people will know that you're going to just going for the energy. Uh, you can. The strategy right now is to delay until the third round. So you hit go to delay and just delay, delay, delay this round. This is kind of a the way things are at this moment. Because <laughs> hey, if you if you drop them now, BG Studios is calling it dirty play. Uh, hit end turn on the on the right. Oh, oh, delay him again. 
You you unclicked it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And then end turn. Okay. So now I got to deploy him to fight him? Yeah, I would deploy him now and then just run into the center. Where do, what do you mean? Like, put, click on him? Yeah, you, you can deploy him anywhere. And um, then all of them or just that one guy? <laughs> the person's watching the stream, so he's going to match your moves and he's going to deploy him on top of you. But yeah, good That'd luck. That'd be awesome. Just put him anywhere? <laughs> yeah, just drop him anywhere. Drop him toward the center. That's like usually the best. How come strategy. I can't click in the center? Uh, it's yeah, it's kind of like off limits to force people to to either drop on each other and kind of speed the game along. All right. There you go. And, and then in turn, yeah. You gonna land on all of my guys? Yeah, you might. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's only brought his. Big Max, which Big Max kind of. Oh wait, TKS, you were the one in the. Uh, was TKS the one in on YouTube? He was in the chat. Oh, below. Yeah, yeah, he was the one complaining about the the sound. Oh, <laughs> this is killing me. Oh, dude, those warriors are way bigger than our Atez. Okay, you know what? This, trip, <laughs> this, this just reinforces what I was saying before we started, that you need to give the Atez more, uh, more battle power or maybe some randomized something. I'm going to campaign for another drop to Atez holders. Uh, <laughs> A giant Atez. <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah, you're getting knocked out. So are, are these guys just killing my guys, basically, because they're way bigger? Pretty much, yeah. Big Mac, <laughs> it's funny. How dare you? Uh, TKS. So yeah, so now you click your Atez. Yeah. Any one of them. And then, and then hit attack. What do you mean? Like, just click on him and then, oh, hit attack. And then on the bottom, yeah, attack, yeah. And then I click on the dude? Yeah. And then you can move him out of the way as well, if you want. No way. Battling to the death. <laughs> oh, this guy's not close enough? Yeah, you can hit that other oh. Big Mac on the other side, yeah. Just give him some damage. You're going to lose, but yeah, you give him some damage. Hey, so uh, so that's what I'm saying. Is there a way to like train my Atez up or or anything like that, or we just have we got? What we we're, got? Yeah, we're, we're eventually gonna launch like uh, like special moves for different units. So the Atez will have like a certain skill set, and the more experience that you got, you can train him up to that, and he'll be able to perform his special move. But right now, you know, everything's essentially pretty basic until we incorporate those boosts. Hey, good. No chance. I was thinking maybe I'd be able to get one of his guys, but I don't think so. So you might be able to get that one guy that's in the red. 
lunge it in. Um, yeah, so I think uh, uh, I think Atez deserves some some special drop. <laughs> People who own more than five Atez should get like a super soldier version, a super Atez. Atez tank. Yeah. Yeah, an Atez tank. Uh, you know. You're a, still alive. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> All right. Well, that was cool. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> All those dead Artes. You still get a loot box. Oh, I got something. What did I get? Oh, experience. Get experience. That's cool. Yeah. So, what do I do with XP points? Uh, so, yeah, so like I was saying, the XP will be traded out for your special abilities. So, you will be able to apply the XP to one of your Artes and upgrade it. Oh, I will. So now I will be able to upgrade my Altez and make him better? Yeah, in the future. Not yet. Not in this ah, version okay. right now. I see. All right, cool. All right. That was pretty rad. That's a real game. <laughs> it's a real <laughs> game on the blockchain. That's super cool. So what... Okay, so in the future, we'll be able to, to upgrade things. Can I... Uh, not me, like, because you're on here and it's me and we're talking, but, like, can a random person, like, create new characters in there or, or build things up? Or do you, do you start, uh, um, you know... Oh, see, Kryptonio says I was set up. See? <laughs> I didn't realize you were going to get into heavy. and It was too late. And so I was like, all right, just let him, just let him go. It's, it's all um, good. Um, what was the question again? Oh, I was gonna say, can can people like create new characters, or do you have to, you know, it has to be built into the game? Like, I couldn't drop a character for people, um, you know, in the game, right? No, no, no. So uh, we launch new units, and we're trying to keep the schedule of like every two months we launch new units. Uh, but we will be launching. We have barracks, so you can you have your tesatops, your blocks of land, yeah. and on those blocks of land, you can build a barracks. And the barracks will be able to produce new new battle units. So you can be self-sustaining if you have a piece of land. Can this become something that's like an esports situation? Because we got like that team vitality. Yeah. But they're not like doing Tezos games. Like, you know, they're 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 signed with Tezos. Uh, well Misfits, Misfits Gaming is is doing uh, oh, yeah? some tournaments. And so those those will be announced here in the next mm. few weeks. That would be cool. I would love and I would love for, could we build in some team, uh, you know, some like team uh, uh, features, team right? Where like me, like us four could join together to fight for other people that are teamed together, right? Like, you know, I think that could be pretty fun. Um, just think about it. Or team DGH, like you, you <laughs> and right. Tim and Joseph <laughs> like be, come together. You know, I'm well, thinking cool to get blockchain the blockchain losers. What's that about NFT projects if they had their own esports teams in something like Tezotopia, that would be a cool thing to have. It, you could even do like competitions within communities, right? Like the Atez yeah. community could get their, their strongest warriors, like they could have their own tournaments, and then the, the winners of the tournaments could then join forces 
to, you know, fight the, uh, the Tezfin community. Right. And like, we could do all sorts of, you know, it'd be like the intramural sport sports of, uh, of, of peasants, right? Yeah, we could. Tezfin jerseys. Dude, good to I, see. I would, okay, if, if we can make something like that happen, I'll sponsor the jerseys and an LA blockchain summit. We're going to all get in like the same room and like, you know, with a big screen <laughs> and fight each other on that. Uh, it would be pretty awesome. Tezfin Stadium. That's the next step. Just the next step. There's nothing in between. Nothing, nothing in between. That's yeah. it. Um, Tez, Tezfin Stadium, uh, uh, you know, the battle, battle of, uh, of Tezatopia. Um, all Tez warriors are going to have tanks by then. Joab, you yeah. got to make this yep. right. Yeah. can't just it's let happening. the all die like It's that. happening. <laughs> They just were popping okay. one by so, one. Okay, wait. So we did talk about Tezfin is has a big launch coming up, but we'll update everyone and do a special blockchain and booze probably and some live streams. So make sure to follow Kevin. Um, Joab, uh, you've got all sorts of things coming soon um, that, that you're kind of mentioning and talking about on uh, Tezatopia. Paggy, anything new we need to know about before we sign off? Any big uh, fun stuff uh, in the Atez uh, family? Yeah, we're working towards Evolution, which is the basically the next expansion of uh, of Otters. We're working through the um, details on that and getting the artwork drawn up. And we are trying to work out some, uh, some different ideas as to how we can continue to expand the community. Uh, we're going to try and work out some ways as well to encourage some of the holders to start using their IP rights and maybe try and create some uh, some side shoots out of the community, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, we've got lots going on in the background, just trying to get some of it to the forefront and obviously you try and do some collabs like we did with uh Tezatopia and the um the Otto's Warrior. So yeah, we've got we've got some things coming but uh they're still being worked on in the background at the moment. That'll be really fun. That's that's uh <laughs> yeah. so I'm looking through the comments. There's so many ridiculous ones. Um, also uh okay. yesterday we announced uh uh hashtag uh Tezos for Africa. So that's oh, saying, yes please yeah. tell us about that. So July 11th, that's when it's going to kick off. It's a Kulka project in a partnership with Object.com. Um, they're going to feature it, and so you can actually... So what artists can do is uh, they'll be able to donate their works, and then um, you know people can purchase them uh, for just because they like them or for the benefit of the project itself for the initiative. Uh, and then those funds will be collected by... Uh, a Quoka project account, um, and then those that'll be secured by a multi-sig, and the distribution decisions will be controlled by a Tezos Africa Foundation. The whole goal is to get the first ten self-sustaining permanent Tezos bakers in Africa going, uh, so they could all have their first roll. Uh, so that's, uh, that's ten, cool. so ten bakers, uh, the first roll. Well, because of Jakarta, that's like the only thing you call a roll. Uh, that's going to be six thousand Tez per. So together, it's sixty thousand Tez. That's the goal. To make sixty thousand heads come together, yeah. Okay, and, yeah. I will. I, I promise, Punk Ape Strong will donate some uh, some goofiness, and I'll make sure some somebody buys it. If it, even if it's wonderful, me. he'll <laughs> he'll host a, a live aid of his own. I'm sure we can we can make him. Uh, we could we could. Well, he's hosted this show before. He can be there live. He can really uh, do some stuff. It could be funny. Um, but uh, but that's really cool and. By the way, um, something I totally forgot to throw out there that I was going to throw out at the very beginning. Um, I just noticed this here. Uh, don't tell anyone because this is a part of uh, of the drop that I haven't featured yet. But 
Punk Ape Strong is putting together a drop. This is uh, something that uh, only one person in the drop will get, and and now it's hiding again. Um, but he's going to do a drop on Tezos, and it's totally free. And go to Punk Ape Strong's Twitter account um, and make sure you fill out that form. Um, in the next few days, I'll probably uh, finish up some of the content and everyone that fills out the form will get something, but then there's going to be some gamified, like 10 people might get another thing. One person's going to get something else. One person might get them. So it's going to be super fun. Cause like you might be one of 300 people that get the drop or something, but there'll be like one special thing. Also uh, I might do something because the Ates community uh, was hitting me hard after I uh, posted that. And they said, well, you could easily do a query and drop everything to Atez holders. So Punk Ape Strong might do something special for Atez holders too as part of the drop. But, but sign up on that form because you'll get something free. Everyone who's already signed up for Blockchain Booze and given me their Tezos address there is going to get it also. But make sure you fill out the form just in case you didn't do that. Um, any last words, guys, before we sign off and jump to the tables? Because we're a little over time. Tezos. Tezos. <laughs> Tezos. Tezos. Doga doga. <laughs> yeah. See you yeah, guys at the tables. Wolf. If you aren't in here already, go to meet.blockchain.booze.io quick. And uh, you'll be able to turn on your camera, hang out at the tables, and, and have some fun with us. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, uh, Vegas Shirt Gang. <laughs>